Hi, Lexi. Hey, Victoria. And hello, if you're listening. Welcome back to Entry Level Podcast. Um, If it's your first time here, this is the podcast for people figuring it out. So, you know, we're just two cutie 20-somethings living in Dallas, figuring out how to go about life. Yeah, um, it has been a while. We'll address the fact that um, there was no new episode last week. Just like a lot of things going on. We were really gals on the go. Um, Mm -hmm. Lexi was abroad. I was Mm -hmm. coming back from Chicago. Also, unfortunate news, Lexi's laptop just was really going through it. um, And she now has a $1,200 bill associated with it. So that's another reason why we didn't have an episode last week. Yeah, it was one of those things. It was literally, I think I landed, we both had landed in Dallas, like, within the yeah, last within couple hours. Hour. Yeah. Yeah, within an hour, I was like, you know what? Like, I am I need to keep myself awake. Like, I just the time. <laughs> we already said we were going to record today. It's fine. I go to plug in the computer. I said, okay, you know, she's dead. You know, we've been on a nine-hour flight. Like, whatever. <laughs> taking a little time to charge up. Go back 30 minutes later. Nothing. My little uh, touch bar is working. So I said, okay, you know, there is still some life left in her. Um, but nothing was happening. And I said, you know what? I could really force this, but I might just have to say can I take the L or at least try again tomorrow? Cause I couldn't get a genius bar appointment till the next day. The yeah. Story time continues. Go to the genius bar the next day. <laughs> the girl says, Hey, you know what? I don't know. Whatever tech talk she was using something about the, what do they call it? Like the motherboard or something, something oh, about yeah, like, Oh, you know, like it still works. Like it's literally just your screen. Like your backlight went out. And I was like, oh, okay. She's like, yeah. She's like, do you like put stuff on your laptop? I was like, what do you like? I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, you know, sometimes if you put like heavy text, like books or something like that, like it can put pressure on the light and like put it out. And in my head, I'm like, <laughs> you know, this laptop was in my carry on that was laying on its side for nine hours of the flight. So like, I'm oh, sure. Oh, like your actual like zip up carry on? Yeah, like my, like my, uh, no, no, no. My like uh, my tote bag. Okay that I bring, or my personal item, I guess, is mm-hmm. how I would say it. Um, you know, like, that thing was stuffed to the brim, had it laying <laughs> on its side for the whole nine-hour flight, did not touch the laptop. So I was like, okay, you know what, that's fine. She tells me <laughs> she tells me the price. She said, you know, it's, it's you know, the, the estimate is like $600. And in my head, I said, no. you know what, that is terrible, but it could be a lot worse because let's uh, flashback three years ago, I spilled wine on my laptop <laughs> and I had to get a whole new laptop then. Um, and so, you know, I said, okay, it's, it's smaller than that bill. That's all I'm saying. I said, okay, great. They send it off. You know, before they do that, I said, "Do y'all do payment plans?" She said, "No." I said, "You know what? Okay." I said, "I said okay." No, after I'm gonna have to suck it up. I'm gonna suck it up. She was like, "You know, uh, you could just like connect your computer to like an external monitor and then do whatever. Like it would still work." And I said, "This is a laptop. Like it's supposed <laughs> to be on the lap. Like you know, I don't. If I wanted a monitor, I would have had a, a iMac, whatever." Yeah. Um, they ship it off. Get an update a couple days later. They say, "Hey, sis, guess what? Something else is wrong. There's actually liquid." water damage to your laptop your new estimate is $1,300 let us know what you want to do and I said well y'all got my laptop captive I can't even (laughs) suck it up and do the monitor now (laughs) like I already sent it off to get repaired um so hopefully she'll be back here tomorrow uh paid a little bit off my credit card so I could afford to put another $1,300 on my credit card um because again they don't pay uh you have to pay in full um so right now I'm using Noah's laptop he was generous enough to lend it to me for the couple hours um (laughs) Good thing we don't have video because you would see that the quality is quite a bit lower. It's like a Nintendo DS quality. Like, I'm telling myself it's getting, like, uh, what is it, like, manic pixie, you know, edit <laughs> type of thing. Um, but, yeah, it's getting the job done. And he, like I said, was nice enough to lend it to me for a few hours. So, said all that to say we're making it work this week. 
For yeah. Sure. So we weren't being lazy like we have in the past. We just <laughs> we've genuinely been going through some things. Granted, it worked out in my favor because I was really tired that day. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever you texted me, you were like, oh, I need to FaceTime you. I was like, oh, she's trying to record. And then you were like, my computer's messed up. And I wasn't happy that your computer was messed up, but I was happy that we didn't have to record that day. <laughs> Well, I was kind of fine with it, too. But then I was like, I know the last time this happened on a Sunday, I was the one to be like, I'm fine not recording. And then it was like, actually, you probably should have. So I, I like when we're in sync, you know, energy's, <laughs> energy's there. We have very uh, gracious listeners, you know, who I think would be yeah. fine with a week off. But that's a little update on where we were last week. Although it feels like it's been a lot longer. This week, we're going to play a true game of bopper flop. I feel and like then- bopper flop has been like this or that. You know, the last couple times, the last couple yeah. episodes. If this is new to any of you guys, bop or flop is pretty much what it sounds like. We'll throw out like a topic, a noun, person, place, or thing, whatever. And then simply uh, share our opinions on whether it's a bop or a flop. The first one I have is in the, in the spirit of post-vacation social media photo dumps. Mm. Primarily like on Instagram. I feel like they went through a phase where like, oh, we're finally, like, Instagram is finally casual again. Like, everyone's posting photo dumps. Like, just whatever photos you like, not super curated. And then I feel like they've also evolved into, like, oh, here's the recipe for the perfect photo dump. You know, yeah. and then it's getting back into, like, a you have to have these types of photos or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say socially she's gone through a couple a couple phases in terms of like oh this is great and then oh it's overrated or whatever the case may be i agree that like now people are saying like this is the perfect recipe for a photo dump for me and my answer is still gonna be bop because i don't really follow the recipe because i don't ever have all of those pictures and i'm like i'm gonna take a picture just so i can have it in there like if anything that's more cringy so I personally don't see anything wrong with them and I still like seeing other people's. Although I wouldn't say that that's like the general consensus. I think some people would say flop, but I'm still, I I don't have an issue with it. I think it's cute. I think it's fun. I like to see personality. So I'm going to say bop. Yeah, no, I agree. I still really like. Yeah, I was going to be like, you just posted one. Yeah. But I mean, even then, like, okay, we haven't been hypocritical here or there. But I'm like, I feel like everything is a photo dump nowadays anyway. Like, ever since we got yeah. the feature where you could post more than one photo at a time, yeah, it was so stressful. I feel like it was so stressful when you could only pick one photo. Because then it was like, oh, you'd have yeah. these photo shoots and it'd be like, okay, we don't want to post, like, three <laughs> the same thing in a row, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like then it went to, I don't know, I feel like the... The standards around photo dumps can still be a bit overrated in terms of like, oh, you need to have this and you should have this and it should look like this. Um, But I think it's fun and it takes the pressure off of it. And like, you know, I like to like I know what I think is like cute and aesthetic or like speaks to my personality. Um, But I think it's fun to see what other people do, too. So that'll be a bop for me. My second one, kind of general, but I feel like it's a hot topic on social media right now are just reality TV dating shows. And I'm saying this specifically in the light of all the love is blind talk that's going on. If you're new to this podcast or you just haven't listened to all of our episodes, I'm not a love is blind hater, but like I actively choose to not watch that show, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is rare for me because also if you're new, I watch literally every form of reality TV under the sun, particularly the messy reality TV, but like. I've probably seen like every type of reality TV show. I just think whenever Love is Blind was released, it was the pandemic. Mm -hmm. 
And like it was just a little too close to what was going on <laughs> during the Oh, like the pods, yeah. Yeah, like the pods, and I was just like, suspend belief, suspend reality. So I just never watched it. And I I know all of the people that people talk about. I just like mm-hmm. don't care to like be tuned in and sitting in every episode. I will also say I just don't particularly like Netflix's reality TV selection. Let me go through all of them. What Love is Blind. Too Hot to Handle, hated that show. Only saw like the first season during COVID. What else is there? I liked Selling mm-hmm. Sunset. Was Married at First Sight? No, that's Lifetime. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought that was a Netflix one. Like, I just am not a fan of the game shows, the reality love shows. <laughs> um, but I like regular reality love shows. So Love is Blind, particularly flaw. Me and my roommate Kelsey love a good season of Married at First Sight. The issue is just that those episodes are literally two hours long. And it's funny <laughs> to look that up because me and my mom just watched Married at First Sight UK this weekend. And yeah. I didn't know it existed. I guess you could put what, like, um, 90 Day Fiance in that category. Yeah. I just started liking that one. Lexi and I love um, 90 Day Fiance. We discovered 90 Day Fiance the other way whenever we were in New York and we just like were obsessed with it. So, generally speaking, Bop, Love is Blind specifically, Bop for me. I think I was going back and forth on this one. I think I feel kind of neutral only because there are like a handful of shows that I do really, really like. But there's Mm -hmm. also a handful, I think a larger handful of shows that like I just am not interested in whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And there are so many forms of like reality TV dating. I think the first one I fell in love with was Are You the One? Like I discovered that in college. And like that was, no, like I was like, I would write or like you would have thought that I was in the house. You know what I mean? Like you would have thought that I knew these people personally. They were crazy. And I said, I I know y'all are here for love, but like you can't just sit in your assigned seat for money. That was the craziest thing to me about that show. No, like, and they would really be fighting about it. I said, you clearly don't want the million dollars. No, and I'm also like, it's just like literally all you had to do on that show, if you're not aware, and I shouldn't say all you had to do, was like you had to match up with your match Perfect or whatever match. for for the ceremony. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, it's like nobody's forcing y'all to be together after the show. That's what I'm saying. Like, as they- soon as the ceremony is over, you can go back home and sleep <laughs> with the person you want to sleep with. But it's like seriously just for that for that however long couple hours it took to film that segment of the show, you just had to sit by the right person and then you could go back and do whatever you wanted. No, literally. Um, and so that one for me, I said, I know y'all are young, but like you can't be that dumb. Like it's whatever. Anyway, still love that show, Ride or Die. Um, definitely Into Love Island, uh, which I think is, I don't really know anybody that's a hater of Love Island, but like I actively grew up hating like all of the Bachelor and like Bachelorette franchise oh, and like that kind of stuff. Like I just am not into that at all randomly stumbled upon love is blind this season literally it was like my first night um in london me valentina and her boyfriend joseph were just like looking for something to watch on tv and they're like okay let's start this and i was like okay sure and then that first episode turned into like you know the next four which i think is natural anytime you kind of start something like that mm-hmm. so i'm following that season now not because it was like on my own accord but now i'm a little too far indeed to like not keep up because there's only like two episodes left mm-hmm. um Realizing now that I still haven't answered the question, I guess it's a bop. I think reality TV has done, reality TV dating shows have done more good than harm, but there's quite a few that just like no longer need to be in production slash never needed to be in production in the first place. Agreed. Okay, my next one is, are are like Sunday resets (laughs) in general. The trend or the discord around like 
this is how your Sunday reset is or the fact that like mm-hmm. it's such a big thing now. I've also, you know, I think there's conversation about like, which you even brought this up, like the benefit of doing it like on a Friday or doing it on I was Friday. But I, feel like, <laughs> I think it's just funny because it's like washing your sheets have become such like a highly commercialized. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. This, the, the concept of it to me is funny, even though I'm like, yeah. I think that's something everybody's been doing for like a really long time. They just decided to, whoever, like, shout out to you, bro. I don't know whoever claimed it. <laughs> whoever claimed it as a Sunday reset, like now it's like a, now sometimes it gets pressure on a Sunday reset too. Similar to like photo dumps in my opinion. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a flop, but like you mentioned, I personally like to get a lot of my cleaning and resetting for the week done. I kind of split it now that I'm thinking about it. If it's a busy weekend, I will like clean up my space. I always wash my sheets on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, it really just depends on what's going on. Like if someone's coming to visit me, I'm not going to wash them on a Friday. I'll wash them on a Sunday. But if it's yep. just like, if I know no one's coming over, like no one's doing anything. I'll wash them on Friday during the afternoon. Friday afternoons are typically a little bit slower. So I can like do my laundry, do like wash my bedding. So I'll at least get like that part of the Sunday reset out of the way. If it's coming down to like dusting and truly cleaning like my bathroom and everything else, that just depends on like what the weekend is for me. I think also it's a grain of salt because like we both work at our part-time job on Sunday mornings for the earlier half of the afternoon. So like, I don't personally want to work like eight to one thirty, and then come home and clean right after yeah. that. So if it's a weekend where I'm working like that, then I'll do it on like probably a Friday. Cause I like to have my Saturday be like my lazy day or like get my errands done type situation. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday, whenever I like get done with work, come back and like literally just do nothing. So I think majority of the time, I'm personally not a Sunday reset person, but it doesn't mean it's like a flop. I think it's part of that like romanticizing your life type of situation. So I'm like, I'm all here for it. If you have to call it that so you can like vacuum, pick up your room, do your Mm -hmm. laundry ahead of the week and meal prep and do whatever else and like go for it. Um, I just wouldn't say that I'm particularly particularly participating in a Sunday reset. I agree. I think in my personal life, it's been like for me, it is a flop. Like it just has not like using that as my Sunday has not worked out well, I would say, in my routine day to day. I think also something about it, like looking at it from like a cleaning standpoint, I guess, like cleaning Mm -hmm. the house or your room or doing whatever. I find that when I would try to like set aside so much time on Sunday to do it, I would just get lazy. And I was like, oh, if I don't feel like it. Like, oh, like I can put it off, I'll just do it on Sunday, and then Sunday comes, and I'm like, actually, I don't want to do it. It just like, yeah, and then it just sits there all week, exactly. Then it just like doesn't get done. And I think I find that you know, I work from home usually like three of the five days of the week. Um, and usually when I'm just like sitting doing work, that's when I'll notice, like, oh, like this should probably be dusted, and like I'll Mm -hmm. just get up and do it in the moment since I'm at home, and like I'm probably looking for excuses to like not be looking at my computer anymore so I'll be like oh let me take like three minutes and just like clean this off real quick or Mm -hmm. just I just find that it's better for me to do it in the moment one because again it's an excuse to like not do what I'm supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. um but then two like I'll just end up putting it off too long and then not doing it so it hasn't worked out for me in that way but again like socially like I think it's fun like I like watching people's routines and like they are motivating I think for sure um but I just try to do stuff like in the moment I guess Yeah, I think on the flip side of that, I think I mentioned this, I couldn't tell you what episode it was, but 
something that I found to be like more productive for me is <laughs> taking like the first 15 minutes of my morning to just like mm -hmm. straighten up and tidy my room and like actually make my bed and like actually pick my clothes up off the floor. Or like if I worked out in the morning, coming home, showering, like picking my dirty clothes up off the floor. Yeah. And like I said in the episode, whenever I mentioned this the first time, I know that's common sense, but like some of us literally just have ADHD um, <laughs> included. And so for me, I'm like, if I don't like take that first 15 minutes, like it'll just continue to pile up. And that's why days like Sunday resets just don't work for me because like mm -hmm. similar to you in the sense of like I'll set aside this big chunk of time. But then it's like I sit there like frozen, like procrastination, yeah, like literally just sitting there, not like not wanting to do it. And then I just end up putting it off. So I have, I'm very much so like a, I'm thinking about this right now, just similar to what you said. I'm thinking mm -hmm. about this right now. So I just have to do it right now versus being like, oh, I'll just wait until Sunday and then do everything. Yeah. Because I, I find myself getting irritated whenever I do that. So it doesn't work for me, but I like to watch exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. That's what's like, I was like, I like taking it in, but to your point, like, okay, it's Sunday. I got off work. Gonna get my jersey mics, jersey mic sub. <laughs> then I'm full. I gotta take a nap. Wake up. No, oh, Sunday we like to record, and then I'm just like, okay, the day's over. I'm not like starting my reset at 7 p.m. Yeah. Um. But okay, I have one last one. This is more of like a prediction type of thing. I feel like rather uh -huh. than like a experience. Um. But I've seen a lot of people talk about the new app Lemon Eight. Oh yeah, it's owned by TikTok. Or by yeah, well, and people are saying it's like a like TikTok's like sister app kind of like a hybrid of like tiktok and pinterest yes is what well, how i've seen it described um i don't know have you downloaded it so it turns out they're like paying creative creators to push this app because it doesn't surprise me if tiktok falls off then they're hoping people migrate there but i'm like it's still owned by byte so like i don't <laughs> see that changing anything mm -hmm. um i literally told myself on friday that i was going to download it and I, I personally think that we should be on it because, like, it's one of those early adopter things. Like, yeah. And pop off, like, before everybody goes over there. It's just, I have been just jogging some mental hurdles lately where it's, like, I have some things on my to-do list where I'm, like, I need to get this done. And I just, like, have not gotten to it. So the plan is to eventually get on there. Um, we'll yeah. post whenever we're on there. But yeah. <laughs> it just sounds like something that's going to take a lot of creativity. <laughs> Yeah. And sometimes, like, I just hit a roadblock when it comes to my creativity. And I'm in one of those, like, slumps right now because, like, mm -hmm. I just have other stuff going on. So it's just the back of my mind. And I want to, like, put my time and energy into it because I've been seeing some cute stuff on there. And people are really yeah. trying. And I'm like, I don't want to go on there half-assing it, especially if it's, like, a moment where we could really pop off. But yeah. it's coming soon, for sure. <laughs> as as are a couple other things on our list. but Oh, no, for sure. <laughs> It's been, you guys, it's been a rough month. Yeah, I'll say Q2 uh, is starting off a little rocky, at least, at least from my perspective. Q2 my ass, bro. And like, we're only about a weekend, but. It's been hard. So, well, we're going to get there eventually, but I want to. I think it's I think it's a cute concept and a cute idea. And what I've seen of everyone else is, like, their stuff looks cute. It's just, like, me finding the energy to actually, like, play around and learn a new platform. Yeah, I agree. It's one of those things like I see other people talk about it and I'm like, oh, this is like really cute. And I feel like I'm definitely the target demographic for this, like the type of content I try to post and also like the the type of content that I'm consuming. It seems like really falls in line with that. But yeah, like I've seen people talk about 
to your point, like their process and how they like put their posts together and like the stuff they write on it and whatever. And I'm like, oh, like I, <laughs> the way I post on TikTok, at least right now, is like very mindless. Like, yeah, like I don't put that much work into yeah. it. Um, same thing with like TikTok, I feel like is like, at least, I mean, or not TikTok, Instagram for me is like very mindless at this point. It's like, oh, I like this. and like, or I think it's funny. I'm going to post it. Um, and I don't think that's the route I could take with Lemonade. So yeah, like all the writing and stuff I see, I'm like, my iPad is not charged. My Apple pencil is not charged. No, like, and the way it takes me, here's the thing. I don't think, I think both of us have like relatively nice handwriting, but even when we do like those new episode posts, the amount of time I'll like rewrite things on yeah. there because like, it's just not translating. And I'm like, uh, even that is a lot of work. And that's, that's damn near one post. It's like three sentences. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'll have to say entry level on Lemonade coming maybe sometime within like the next month or so <laughs> well not at the top of mind i'll probably tell it after this but i'm like do i have anything to post not really so we'll see yeah um okay, okay. That well good. that was all for my you know a little, little intro back on the mics yeah so thanks for that lexi like i mentioned at the beginning of the episode lexi was abroad last week and change two weeks ago um and I was in Chicago. We were both traveling. We're kind of in a traveling mood. And I feel like we've always talked about doing like a traveling episode, but it just mm-hmm. never really mm-hmm. was aligned with our schedule. And the funny thing is, is while Lexi was gone, she was in the two places that I went to in October. So yeah. we've both now been to Barcelona and London in the same trip. So we thought it would be funny to kind of like compare our experiences, compare what we did, kind of give some tips and tricks. This isn't going to be yeah. like a best practices for going abroad just because like we both only really been abroad <laughs> once. <laughs> like yeah, I can tell like, you like some things that I wish I wouldn't have done, but like yeah. I'm not a pro by any means. And so just like a, a little fun episode, talk about both of our trips, compare, contrast, give you some tips along the way. But yes, Lexi, do you want to explain why you were abroad? Yeah. So my like best friend in the entire world, her name is Valentina. Very, very cute story of how we met. It was like in middle school. We were both stationed overseas in Okinawa, Japan. And in like a military setting or community, there are new people all the time. So like I never had one of those moments where it's like, oh, my God, like there's a new girl. Actually, I kind of did when I went to Louisiana and met Victoria but prior to that I had always lived on like a military base had always gone to school on like in a military affiliated school um so it's like sure I was new one day but like the following day three people left and then the next day there were like five new kids and like whatever it was it was constant like influx and outflux of people um but anyway like Valentina had started school one day and like I was the newest student the next day or something so we had just kind of both met up we were like shit like we're the newest ones here like you know let's start start an alliance essentially so we were like joined from the hip since the start and like I said we met in seventh grade we both had orders to like move somewhere else 10th grade she was sent to Connecticut I was sent to Louisiana which you know I can sit here and I can sit here and groan but that's why I'm at Victoria so (laughs) um but yeah so like we haven't lived in the same state I guess since 10th grade mind you we're 24 and 25 now but we try to make it a point to at least see each other like once a year and yeah I really wanted to see her last year but it just didn't work out she is getting her master's degree right now in international relations I say with a slight question mark at the end um 
But yeah, she studied abroad last year as well. And she was studying abroad this year. And it kind of got to the point where like last year, I just did not have my stuff together financially. Uh, there were still no, a lot of regulations. I was getting there. I was getting there. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> I was going to say like uh, regulations for traveling. I feel like we're also a lot more difficult uh, or strict, I guess, than they are right now. Um, and I also didn't have a passport. And so I finally applied for a passport. It was one of the things I just put off because I thought it was going to be a lot harder than it was. Um, I finally got it over the summer and I was like, wherever you are next year, like I'll, I'm coming to visit you. Um, mostly because she's already visited me in Dallas. And she told me that she was having her like spring break coming up. And I said, okay, well, like I'm coming. That's kind of what it is. So like I said, she's in London. I was going to visit Valentina who happened to live in London versus like, oh, I really want to go to London. Oh, great. My best friend lives there. Like it'll work out this way. Went to Barcelona because, but Barcelona was like one place or Spain in general was one place that she hadn't been. Um, and I was like, well, like Victoria went and loved it. So like, sure, why not? <laughs> we were going to try to fit Paris into the trip too. We decided to cut a city out and she had already been to Paris. So that's kind of how I ended up in those two places. I was gone for, I guess, like eight days total. Mm-hmm. when you take out like all the travel time. Um, and our time was split pretty evenly between London and Barcelona for the trips. So yeah, everyone who doesn't know the last year, end of the year, I was just going through like a traveling phase. All of them were pretty impulsive um, and weren't truly planned in advance. So for my 24th birthday, my roommate and I are a week and a year apart. And so I was turning 24, she was turning 25. Um, and we were like, we so the original plan was to like go to an island. The issue that we run into with our birthdays is that it's in the middle of hurricane season. So literally every Caribbean island that exists is in the hurricane belt and there's a chance that you'll be in the middle of some pretty bad weather. So we didn't want to have like a really big group trip and then it's like overshadowed by rain and everyone wastes mm-hmm. their money. Um, but be- when we were planning, it was already too late to ask like that <laughs> many people to go to like Europe, Europe or something. And also, I just don't believe in, like, really big group trips to Europe unless you're going to, like, Positano or, like, south of France. And again, this was October, not summer. So we just decided, we were like, should we just, like, do our own thing, like, have our own birthday trip? And that's what we ended up doing. I had always wanted to go to Barcelona ever since I saw Two Girls 2. And she had always wanted to go to London since, like, the OG UK YouTuber days, like even pre One Direction, like Zoella and all of them. And so we kind of just split it up like that. Like my birthday came before her. So we went to Barcelona first and then we went to London the week after. Similar to Lexi, I think we were there like maybe 10 days and then traveled. Our travel was like a little bit different than Lexi's. I think she did like a straight shot back and then we stopped a day in New York. Yeah, went to the same places. I'm pretty sure we did very different things. So and we haven't actually fully discussed what we both did. So I this yeah. is like the first time I'm going to be hearing some of the stuff that you did. Yeah, I was going to say, I went back when we were there. I like went back through your highlight on Instagram because I was like, oh, I didn't like, really tag anywhere on purpose. I was I was looking. I was like, I saw a couple and I was like, oh, OK. And I was thinking because like Valentina was even like, where did Victoria stay? And I was like, she told me the name of the hostel. But like, I've even if she had told me at the time, like what part of Barcelona that was in, like, I wouldn't have known. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know the city like that. Do you want to start with like? getting there or like tra- like traveling like flying yeah, like, sure. so like I said I, everything that I'm saying you have to say you have to take with a grain of salt because it was not planned like in I a timely like also, manner I feel like also <laughs> we say that we give a lot of disclaimers that like yeah you know oh like it's the podcast people figuring it out like we're going I don't to do life. anything the right it's way. not advice 
no we, we try to be very clear and like when we're giving advice and when we're just like hey this is this what we did like it's, <laughs> we are just recounting facts at this point this is not advice um because this is going to lead into what I am now saying, the reason why I don't use my credit card. So that's why I'm saying this is not advice. <laughs> um, but basically, I have talked about the fact that I have an American Airlines credit card. And so mm-hmm. anytime $1 is spent, that equates to one mile, essentially. And if you buy a flight or something, if you buy anything through American Airlines, it's double points. From I would say from April to August, I was traveling a ton and even through work. So like, even though I wasn't buying those flights for work, I was still getting the points on my account. So I had accumulated like a decent amount of points by the time it was September, which is when I was purchasing my ticket. So once again, I'm telling you, I'm not advising you to purchase a ticket a month before when you're going abroad. But like, that's when we decided that we were going because mm-hmm. I was so indecisive on if I wanted to go or not because it was coming down to price. And I just was looking at the price of the flights and I was like, I cannot justify spending $2,000 on flights. But objectively speaking, that's pretty much what you're going to be spending on an international flight. My finances weren't in a place where I could be spending $2,000 on an international flight. I was lucky enough to where like I had just enough points to buy a one-way ticket to Barcelona through American Airlines for free, like with my points, free in quotation marks. Because fun fact, even if you redeem your points on a flight, the U.S. government makes you pay a certain fee that's added on to your flight. Mm-hmm. So my flight, although it was free, was $5.60. You may be thinking, oh my gosh, you redeemed your points for a flight. You must have gotten such a nice seat. No, I was in <laughs> economy. You know how I split to like three sections? I was in section three. Granted, I wasn't all the way in the back. I was like row three in the middle of the back. Yeah. Um, so I was close enough to the bathroom. I will see if I could get there. But... <laughs> I don't know why I wasn't thinking about like leg space, like mm. when I tell you no space to do like literally anything. When they brought that food around, Trey was in my lap. Like I had, I could not move anywhere. And I was like, I had someone next to me. Like it was not one of those situations where I got really lucky. Um, and when I was just like clutch, like I had no space for that entire flight. Mind you, you a, a nighttime flight? Yeah. Okay. Um, mind you, if you don't know me, I'm five three. So if you are over the height of five five, I would not recommend getting an economy flight unless it's gonna be like one of those exit row seats where you don't mm-hmm. have anything in front of you. We got lucky on the way back, like that's what we booked on the way back. Um, but yeah, like Lexi said, red eye flight, we landed. I think at like 9 a.m. Barcelona time. Redeemed my flight there. Um, from Barcelona to <laughs> London on British Airways is like around a hundred dollars. We were being very budget friendly with our flights, so we did mm-hmm. not fly American Airlines back. If you're thinking about moving to Dallas, which hint hint, we're doing an episode on this. Flying from Dallas to London and London to Dallas is really fucking expensive. No one, I think it's because of the location of where it is in relation to London that you are not going to find a cheap flight like ever. Yeah, anything under. Honestly, $1,000. If you find an $800 flight, you're lucky. But, like, you're not finding a one-way flight for under $1,000. And I just remember this is the flight that was making me be like, I'm not going on this trip. Because I was like, I just cannot rationalize spending this much money on a flight. And then I got to thinking. I was like, I feel like a lot of people fly from New York to London but don't spend that much money. And so I started doing some math. And I started calculating. And I was like, how much is a flight from London to New York? found a flight for 
And I was like, yeah, that's crazy. Like from New York. Cause I, I obviously fly to New York for a lot for work. I know what a flight from like yeah. Dallas to New York is. It's maybe, it's never over like a hundred dollars in the middle of the week. And then I was like, okay, 400, 500. He's like, how much is it to like stay the night near like the airport? A hundred dollars for one night, splitting it with my roommate. So I literally was like, we would save like 400 to $500 if yeah. we just flew into New York and stayed a night, which is fine because we had both already taken off anyways. And I was like, I'd rather save the $500, catch up on my sleep, like not do anything. So that's what we ended up doing. We did American Airlines there with a connection in Philadelphia, seven hour layover. If you have a layover over six hours, just get the lounge pass. That's what we did. And then we did Barcelona to London on British Airways. <laughs> and then we did WestJet, which I had never heard of. It's Canadian Oh, I was like, this new to me. Um, yeah. So we did WestJet from London to Toronto. Our layover was late, so we missed our layover. <laughs> and then we had to go from Toronto to New York on Delta Airlines, which was a shit show. Um, and then we stayed the night and then we did Southwest New York to Dallas. Lots of flights, but like very much so one of those, we're 20, we're young, like <laughs> yeah. who cares? And that was the most budget-friendly experience that I had. And you pay for what you get. So. <laughs> I, my, uh, transportation experience was a lot more straightforward <laughs> in like many ways than just exactly. one um also so my thought going into this because like I said my my thing was like okay I'm going to visit Valentina like she just happens to be in London like whatever again Valentina lives in London so I said lodging for half the trip is not an expense that like mm-hmm. I will have to pay for mind you I didn't really do any budgeting for this trip at all which is also something that like I wish I would have looked at the numbers before I went, but like at the end of the day, I went like it was, you know, one of the best trips I ever had. Like it is what it is. That's what I'm telling myself, right? Like I'm smiling right now to like keep the tears from that are willing up to like not whatever. Still saying. And it's so fresh. It's so fresh. Yeah. I just got back a week ago. So like it's so fresh. Still paying things off. Um, But I was like, okay, well, like I'm not going to have to pay for like a hotel or anything in London. That's like half the trip, whatever. Um, I know this is going to be like a long flight. Like I'm just going to like I'll splurge a little bit on a ticket because it's like I don't. If this logic isn't sounding right to you, just pretend it does because that's what I told myself and it like that works. Makes sense to me. Um, but basically I flew I purchased a round trip ticket from DFW to Heathrow on American Airlines. I paid for it out of pocket, just in the sense that like I didn't use points just because I didn't have enough to like cover the trip. Um, and I bought my ticket I think in like January or something like that. So like three was that like two, three months before. Um, and I had watched tickets for like a month leading up to that just because I was like, okay, does it really matter what day of the week? Like, am I going to see any fluctuation whatever? The tickets stayed like the very, very base ticket stayed around like $1,100. Okay, the ticket's like $1,100. Like how much would it cost to like upgrade my seat or whatever? This is so funny to me because at one point I thought I would be traveling like, for, I, I told myself I'm like, oh, I'm going to save up. Like I want to travel international first class. Mm-hmm. No, baby, that ticket, no, I that ticket was about $8,000. And yeah. I said, you know what? <laughs> you know what, the knees can go through a little bit of pain for a couple hours. Like, you know what I mean? To save oh that God, much money. Yeah. Um, I ended up like, I think I purchased like a main cabin extra ticket or something like that. After fees and taxes and everything like that, that came out to like $1,300. Like my trip was nonstop both ways. So like I didn't have layovers. I didn't have to get off. Like I checked a bag. So it was like, you know, whatever. 
Um, but my TV didn't work, which was kind of oh, annoying. Yeah. I was going to watch a movie and like the TV works, but every time I went to play like a video or something, it would like, it would play for like 30 seconds and then it would stop. Damn. And then I was like, good thing I'm a reader. So I went ahead and like cracked open no, a book and like slept. I slept for like five. I think I was able to sleep for like four or five hours of the flight. Heathrow Airport was like pretty easy to navigate as someone who's yeah, never been abroad. Granted, like I was also going to an English speaking country. So like, okay, duh, like I should have been able to navigate it. The, I took the tube. I took the, Valentina gave me the instructions to the tube. I took the tube. Um, and then she met me there. And then we walked like the 10 minutes back to her apartment. Yeah, Victoria's Point. Definitely expensive. Like that was by far the largest amount of anything I spent on this trip. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, budget what, like around fifteen hundred dollars for just the flight. I was gonna say, yeah, just for transportation. Because <laughs> even then, like my flight, the London to Barcelona flight was pretty cheap. My half for the hotel and the flight was only like three hundred and fifty dollars or something like that. Yeah. Which I was like, that's a a flight, just a regular like one flight in the US, at least on American Airlines. But so I guess we can go into accommodations after this, but <laughs> I wanted to touch on landing because you're like oh yeah like Heathrow was really easy whatever else one whenever we landed in Heathrow I don't know why but you know the part where you like scan your ID or maybe scan your passport passport. and and it scans your face yeah Mine didn't match, so then I had to go talk to like the the agent oh, who for was real? Like, asking me all the questions. Yeah, that's whenever I was like, because you know I washed my passport. Like, really yeah, yeah, time. yeah. That and was, was like, a- oh, it worked in Barcelona, but like it's not working here. Maybe it really is fucked up. Um, and then I uh, just answered the questions. He was nice, but then going to Barcelona, like you saying, like landing in an English speaking country was like fine. It just reminded me of when we landed in Barcelona. So for context, my roommate does not know any Spanish. Like she did not take Spanish. I think she took like French and Japanese. So like she knows the cognate. So like the stuff that sounds like English, she can put two and two together. But like other than that, she cannot put a a lick of a sentence together. And so I took Spanish like all of middle school, all of high school, and then like one year in college. I'm better at understanding it than I am speaking it. But like, I think I told you this, Lexi, but whenever we landed there were no workers at the airport so like <laughs> we landed at 9 a.m and i remember them coming over the intercom and being like oh if you need um a wheelchair like just hold on a second because like there's no workers here and i was like it's nine o'clock in the morning like is this one not an international airport and two like it, i just feel like it's so that's weird that really introduced me to spain's culture of just like laissez-faire um because yeah we waited in was it called customs? We waited in customs for like an hour, like because nobody yeah, same. was there to check us in. And so it was actually just like really funny. But then like we just did not know where we were supposed to be going. So we just ended up following all of the loud Americans. And like yeah. I know that you'll see those TikToks online that are like, how do you how do we know that you're an American? One, the way you dress, two, mm-hmm. your fuck. three, like you just look like you don't know where you're going. That's what we were doing. We were following the loud, obnoxious people. Um, but it wasn't even like the customs part that was hard. It was like, it's when we got through customs and we were getting our bags. First of all, I think I told you this, but like, we were looking for our bags for like 30 minutes. We were like, we don't know where our bags yeah, are. People had taken yeah, checked bags off of the carousel and they were just like laying or like in the middle of the walkway because we had gotten yeah. their bags. And we're like, we don't see them. We don't see them. And I was like, Kelsey, like, is there a chance that it's just like sitting in the middle of this thing? And then we found them. That was like the first red flag, whatever. 
then we're like just trying to leave to go get a taxi to like get to our hostel because we were staying in a hostel Mm -hmm. the signage was just like you could not follow it you're i'm thinking at least a symbol like there has to be a symbol for a car like no yeah could walking all around like trying to find stuff we landed it was hot as hell and yeah and like that was the it was obviously like cold i was like kelsey i have to go to the bathroom and change we found this random one person stall bathroom outside we finally like oh like I finally found, like, where the taxis were. Because at first we were like, oh, let's take, like, public transportation, whatever. And it was just so overwhelming, like, getting yeah. our bags, like, trying to get out. I was like, I don't care. I'm willing to pay anything at this point to just, like, get in the car and go. Um, and they don't – that's the other thing about Barcelona. They don't use Uber. That's not a thing. They don't use any rideshare apps there. Like, you – the you might get really lucky and find, like, one Uber on the Uber yeah. app. But, like, people do not use it there. And so we had change come out. We get in the line for the taxis. Everybody is speaking Spanish, like in like real Spanish, not like the stuff, not the homework Spanish, but they're like talking really slow. I was like, oh, like I should. We downloaded Duolingo. No, the crazy thing is, is like the way that Americans teach Spanish, they're always like, oh, this is like Latin American Spanish. And then Mm -hmm. like, Sotros is like the Spain Spanish, but like we're not gonna go over that. You yeah. need to go over it because I was in Spain and I didn't know <laughs> the conjugations over there. And so I felt stupid. Um, and so then like we get up to the guy who's like navigating the taxi line and he's like asking us, like, do we need a car? Like how many people, whatever else. And I was trying like when I tell you I was speaking the most broken Spanish, like I just felt so stupid. And then our taxi driver didn't speak English. Like, <laughs> we get the call and, like, I was like, um, like, like thinking of the vocab words in my head being like, oh, uh, yeah, hostel. And I was like, and I was showing him my phone and like giving him the directions because the direct, the addresses over there are also really weird. So yeah. there's no like street or drive. Like, I just didn't know what to say. And I was like, Apple Bay. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like our situation of like transportation and arriving was just very different arriving to barcelona than london london we took the tube that was also interesting but arriving to barcelona was very interesting yeah i guess also a difference in our stories um valentina is 100 colombian yeah born in colombia like spanish is her first language and so like she was very much taking the lead which i was like i mean as you should um, you know, it was, it was another day back home for her. Um, yeah. And I was just like, dee, 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 like following, sure, whatever. Um, but yeah, customs literally took forever for us too. I think we were there for like an hour. We only had a checked bag. Like we had shared a check. I mean, not a checked bag. Mm. We had shared a carry on. Oh. Um, just because yeah. like I, well, because I started in London, left like my big suitcase there. We were only in Barcelona for a couple of days. Like it was warmer. I didn't need as many clothes, whatever. Yeah. Um, but oh my gosh, also they're like liquids rule. I feel like it's so much stricter than it was. I told you than it is in the US. Yeah. Which I mean, I was I was prepped. And you know, like I said, Valentina has been traveling all over Europe for the past couple of years. So like she had prepped me, but like No, there's like take it out. In the US, it's so at least I found that it's like very wishy-washy from uh, from airline to airline or like city to city about the rules on electron like some places I do have to take out my electronics but even before I TSA pre-check. But like some places you do have to take it out, like some places you take off your shoes or your jacket, like sometimes 
I don't remember the last time I've like fully packed my uh, liquids like all in a bag. Like I have my my liquid makeup and my makeup bag, my other like face wash and my toiletry bag, whatever, everything. And yeah, Valentina told me too. She was like, okay, like when we pack this stuff, like it needs to fit. Like it's like it is a sandwich. It is a sandwich. It's not a gallon bag. They check it. It is not a gallon bag. Um, but I'm like, the airport does set you up for success because they have like, they're passing out the bags. Like they're yeah. like, if your stuff does not fit in here, like you're not taking it. Um, so I was like, dang. But yeah, we had like shared, uh, we were able to like share a carry on and then we each had like a personal item. Um, so we didn't have to like deal with a baggage claim or anything there. But yeah, taxis were kind of crazy. We did end up, so they don't have, like it wasn't Uber, but it was like another app like it was like a different red chair app that we had downloaded mm-hmm. but only used it like once or twice but it's like you can kind of like you can call taxis on the app oh kind of okay. what it was honestly it was called like issue like getting a ride ever it was literally yeah. just at the airport um but it was the airport that was crazy that where we were like we don't know what we're doing um but yeah um on to accommodations <laughs> i know that you stayed with a valentina in mm-hmm. London, and then you guys got a hotel in Spain. Mm-hmm. It was just me and my roommate traveling for these 10 days. And this is more so a me thing, but I get tired of people really easily, especially when we're up under each other 24-7. So I was very nervous yeah. traveling with her for 10 days. And so... That was um, your first time traveling together, right? Or had you guys taken a... Oh, wait. Well, no. We've Actually, been to, like, every trip that we had been on, we were going to go visit someone. So, like, it was never just us for the entire time. So, like, we'd been to New York together. But it was to go visit her friend. So, like, then it ended up being, like, mm-hmm. more um, yeah, yeah. But this is our first time together alone, like, only us yeah. the entire trip, like, not knowing anybody. So I was very nervous about that because I know myself. And I know that I get irritated easily. This is a tip for people who are similar to me. But one of my friends recommended this because she solo traveled before. But she was like, oh, you should look into, um, like, staying at a hostel. And I was like, hostel? Not my I feel vibe. like the name, like, does not even... Like, I feel like just hearing the name hostel, yeah, like, it's just like, like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, it's not, not a good representation. I want to be in a hotel. Um, And then she's like, no, some of them are like actually really nice. So, yeah. of course, I started doing research on handy dandy TikTok, of course. Because my thing As is, you should. I need a visual. I can't just go off of a Yelp review. Like, I need to see what it actually looks like. And I need to see a video. Video, video. And yeah. so, um, first thing I looked up was like Barcelona hostel. And this is what I love about TikTok. Like anything that you're looking for, like you can find it on there. So lots of people who have been to hostels and then I start going down the hostel rabbit hole. Do you want a party hostel? Do you want a really like spacious hostel, clean hostel? Mm-hmm. Like it really comes down to your priorities. I was mostly focused on having a clean, safe space to go back to where we yeah. could meet other people and like people who could show us around. The great yeah. thing about hostels, and I will preface and say this, Hostels in every location are different. And I'm Mm going to say this because I'm going to compare (laughs) hostels in Barcelona to hostels in London. Hostel situation in Barcelona, great. I think a lot of people do hostels there. Um, We, if you were wondering, specifically stayed at this place called Yeah Hostel. And I know that that sounds fake. It's literally Y-E-A-H Hostel. It has, I think, 8.6 out of 10 stars on Hostel World, which is like where you can find them and book them. So clean, so spacious. It's six people to a room. We did a mixed dorm, but we had girls literally majority of the time. I think on the last day we have two guys come in, but I never felt uncomfortable. And that was something that I was worried mm-hmm. about. 
Um, you kind of have like your own little pod. There was like a drawer underneath where like your whole luggage could fit in. And yeah. then you can like lock it up with a travel lock. You share a shower with only those six people. It, the room, the bathroom's cleaned every single day. Very clean. Um, they also did like social activities. So I think you could spend like 20 euros um, to have like dinner at the hostel and then an additional 10 to go out. So like they would take you to different um, bars and clubs, you know, like mm-hmm. on the strip. And a lot of, I think this is like a tourism thing, but they partner with these clubs and bars and you hop around. And so you get free shots and drinks whenever you get in, Mm. you get to skip the line whenever you like go in and then you're with a group of people. So like, if you need to like figure out how to get back, like you have other people that you're going with, they tell you how to get back. You're following them. You're following them to get there. So you're getting a sense of like what the city is like, Mm-hmm. And you're not having to do it on your own, which I really appreciated because I was like, I don't want to have to figure all this out alone and we're two girls. So that ended up being like 100% worth it. That's where we met people who we ended up hanging out with the entire time. Literally like the first night I met this girl who had the same exact birthday as me. She was from Texas. Uh, we both had gotten there that day. We met another girl who was from Canada. She was solo traveling. And like the four of us just ended up hanging out a lot of the time. Yeah. And then me and the girl who had the same birthday ended up celebrating our birthdays together. So yeah. that ended up being like a really fun surprise that like I wasn't expecting to happen, obviously. And we met all on the first night. So highly recommend um, you get to meet like a lot of cool different people from like all over. You're with someone local because like they live there and they mm-hmm. work at the hostel. So like they can give you correct advice and you can trust them. So I really liked that aspect of it. And I think it made it so much more fun because we did the half and half situation because we didn't want to be in the hostel on our birthdays. So I was able actually to celebrate my birthday, like with that group of people at the hostel, we ended up going out that night. And like when it turned midnight, which was like my actual birthday, like I was able to be out Mm -hmm. and like have a group of people celebrating us, which is really fun. And then the next day, like, we went to a hotel and then, like, I celebrated yeah. my actual birthday. Um, so highly recommend if you are in Barcelona. Um, honestly, just do research and find out if it's a hostile city. Because we didn't. And we thought <laughs> that, like, oh, Barcelona, hostel was so great. Like, London hostel would be great. No. Um, I cannot express how much I hated the hostel that we stayed at in London. I don't even remember the name of it. But it was, like, a chain of hostels um huge hostel like I think there were maybe like 20 people in our room oh um, no. tile floors smelled like mildew so many guys like it made me uncomfortable I remember like the bed I just I I remember being so happy that I bought that like little cocoon like sheet set thing because like mm-hmm. I was just so disgusted by everything in that little like, I was, we were disgusted. Like, we had looked up hotels to, like, just go to instead. But it was, like, $700 yeah. a night. And we just sucked it up for two nights. Horrible experience. Could not recommend less. Like, just don't do it in London. And it's really funny because we met these British girls in line at a restaurant on our last night. And they were asking, like, oh, what areas did you say? And, like, what'd you do? And we are like, yeah. Like, we it didn't start off great. Like, we were in a hostel. And they were like, oh, girl, like, we could have told you, like, nobody stays in hostels here. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, good to know now. But, like, we were really scared for our lives. So, like, don't do it in London. Do it in Barcelona. 
Um, and I highly recommend like the half and half because that way you're able to get us into the city and explore with people who know what they're doing. But then you get to have like a hotel. So if you're celebrating something like a birthday, I would do it like that. Um, but yeah, that was my long-winded experience. Loved it in Barcelona yeah. in London. Yeah, no, that was literally so funny because uh, Valentina, her boyfriend, Joseph, they were asking too. They're like, oh, like, where'd your friend stay? Whatever. I was like, I don't know, like, what area, but like, I know they did a hostel and they were like, in London? Like, here? And I was like, yeah, yeah. like, I guess. I was like, I was like, I know they didn't really like it. And they're like, I didn't even know they like, like, I don't know anybody who's like ever stayed no, at like, a hostel in they, London. Like, and I was like, oh. they told me that. Yeah, they were yeah. laughing. And I was like, look, we thought it was going to be a time and it wasn't. So, yeah. Um, like I said, I stayed at, I was able to stay at Valentina's apartment, um, which just like made a lot of things really easy. Um, but in Barcelona, since we were only there for those few nights, we did just stay in a hotel and I don't know, I think it's pretty straightforward. Like they're pretty pretty similar to like, yeah, I was going to say like, like I said, I don't know what the split was between what I owed her for like the flight and for the hotel. But like I said, that was like three nights. We actually ended up staying an extra day in Barcelona. Um, yeah, we had just like gone kind of hard the night before like we overslept missed our flights and we were just like uh yeah like we'll just stay here another night um but even then I think staying for like that additional one night um was like less trying to think I think it was around like 70 per person or something like that and we stayed in like a very central location um the hotel had really good reviews like it felt really safe and I think that's one thing about Barcelona I would say and London too but definitely Barcelona like I was explaining to my mom I'm like I don't know like, I've never felt that safe in a city Yeah, before. I told you that whenever I came back. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, we had, like, we literally left the club at, like, 4.30 in the morning. And like, you walking walk home and back it's to the fine. hotel. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, and, like, some people are out, but, like, people are minding their business. Like, I think there was maybe, like, one time where I felt like, like, there was one person in particular that I kind of walked by and I was like, oh, like, are they looking at me? Like, kind of whatever. I, don't, I wasn't really getting catcalled like that. And mind you, no, like, we were looking I'm good. Literally, like, we were looking good, you know saying. what I mean? I was telling you yeah. that, like, it was so crazy to me. I was like, the bar is literally on the ground. Because, like, the fact that I felt so safe. And I was like, yeah. no one's bothering us. We walked, like, 35-plus minutes back to our hostel. Oh, And, like, yeah. no one bothered us. And I was like, this is how life should be. And I was like, I should not feel – I was like, I feel bad that I feel this safe. You know what I mean? No, literally. Like, sometimes even going to Target in Dallas, I'm just like, no, ooh. That's like, you know, if, like, the sun is set, like, it's whatever. That's but, like, what it saying. was – yeah, so, like, it was so nice. But, yeah, like I said, our hotel was, like, pretty central. They also had, like, you know, it was, like, pretty standard, like, bar. They served breakfast there, which their breakfast was bomb. It was another oh, thing. And I was, like, this is a hotel breakfast, you know. And I was, like, I can tell, like, these eggs are not powdered. Like, the fruit is fresh. Like, it was just, like, you know, little things like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to Victoria's point, too, like, whatever your split is, I don't know. I think everything is just nicer overseas, to be honest. Um, yeah. And, yeah, staying in a hotel – would not cost you the same as staying probably in like any hotel in the u.s um no. back to the point about like literally your flight is like the biggest the biggest investment of all yeah and but, that's something else that i think i told you about was like barcelona was so cheap i don't know yeah. it's probably because like the euro at least when i went the euro and the dollar were equal um and so everything was just like relatively cheap everything that we did yeah. um and i was like oh my gosh like i'm not spending as much money as I thought I was going to. And then we went to mm-hmm. London. Um, London, on the other hand, was very expensive. Like, the food yeah. was expensive. Transportation was expensive. Drinks were expensive. 
Um, and then they add that VAT tax on everything. And so like that was mm-hmm. pissing me off. Um, but yeah, like Lexi said, honestly, the worst part is just getting over there. So that's why in my head, I was like, oh, I'm not going to be spending that much money. And then I just went ham. But it's pretty yeah. cheap. Like just, it's, it's the getting over there part. What was a, I don't even remember because I know obviously we had debrief like months ago, six months ago, pretty much when you came back. But like, what were, what were some of the things you did in Barcelona? (laughs) So this is the issue. We landed Thursday in the morning because like I said, we had like a layover. We were pretty jet lagged when we landed. We were going to try to like stay up. And then we were like, no, we're going to take a nap. So we took a nap. Um, and then we went out that night and then I mm-hmm. told you this, but we went like a little hard the first night. Um, yeah. one of us got really sick and then half of Friday was spent with Kelsey being sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we like got breakfast that day with the girls that we had met. We also went to the Picasso museum. We were going to go to the number one bar in the world, but like the wait was so long. Like even if mm-hmm. you get there really early in the morning, the wait is really long. Um, and then we did those two museums. We went back. We went out again that night because that was the night leading into my birthday. Yeah. Um, we stayed out really late that night, um, mm-hmm. probably until like 4.30. Got back. Had to pack because we were going to the hotel the next day. Mm-hmm. Went to the hotel. Um, oh, had the best lunch ever couldn't even tell you the name of that restaurant because we just walked into it yeah that the chef or the owner whoever like absolutely loved us he just like kept giving us so much stuff and I think we only spent like 40 dollars each but we ate so good like I that was the best meal I had over there um and then I don't know what did we do that night oh that was my birthday dinner night kind of chilled that like we were chilling a lot in Barcelona, I can't lie. It's because I just wasn't trying to do a bunch of touristy stuff. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I want to do stuff. But, like, because we were going out every night, like, I was just so tired during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a birthday dinner that night, went out again Sunday. <laughs> so we left, I think, on a Tuesday. So Sunday and Monday was, like, jam-packed trying to, like, fit everything in that we didn't do. Yeah, we were going to go to an FC Barcelona game, but like logistically, just wasn't working out because we couldn't find four tickets together with those girls. They went to Montjuic, uh, but I oh. didn't want to go because I was went like, to, I went there. Yeah, because I found out it was like a temple, and I was like, I don't want to go to that. Um, I'm sure the views were great. I've seen lots of pictures, but we didn't do that. So that day, we uh, fit literally everything into one day. Yeah, we went to we walked by the Sagrada Familia. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We walked by there as well. Did not go inside. Yeah. And we walked to the Sagrada Familia. We walked by it and then we left. We went to La Bocaria, um, got some food, and then we were going to go to Montjuic. Didn't feel like it. We went somewhere else. Oh, (laughs) we were going to go to Park Guelo, which is like where the Cheetah Girls strut scene. (laughs) Yeah, we went there. We made it. Our Uber dropped us off in the wrong place so you know that big ass hill that you have to walk up to the people listening i cannot explain to you I was how so many steps that was i paused so many times i cannot explain to you how oh many steps it was 
I work out, people, okay? Like, this is not me being like, oh, I don't ever work out. I don't do anything. I work out three to four times a week. Walking up that hill to get to that gate, I had to pause multiple times. I said, this is the worst 12-3-30 I've done in my life. Like, I was winded. I felt stupid when the cars were driving past me and I was catching my breath. I had no water. It was humid. Like, just, I was wearing a long sleeve shirt. Like, nothing was working that day because no one told me you had to climb that hill. I yeah. thought you just got dropped off at the hill, which I'm not understanding because I saw cars driving up the hill and I saw cars taking people leaving whenever they left. Yeah. And so I was like, back. yeah, so I was like, so how did we get dropped off here was what I was saying. Um, finally made it up after like 20, 30 minutes. Um, they weren't letting anybody else in for the day. So we walked up that entire hill for um there was a field trip or something i don't know i don't know what gate we got dropped off at but they were not letting yeah so i was like okay at least you gotta work out um that was the last day that we were there so i was like yeah we tried um and i said kelsey i'm not walking back down that hill and we got in a taxi i said i don't care how much this taxi costs like i will pay for the whole thing i don't care like i'm not going back down um, and then we went back to the hotel. So the next day we had to leave pretty early to go to London. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much all we did. Um, like I said, we went to the sites. <laughs> um, did we spend a lot of time with them? No, I saw you went to Casa Batillo. Like we yeah. walked past it. Oh, we went to Las Ramblas. Um, oh yeah, that's where our hotel was. One thing we did a lot. Was, one thing we did a lot was go to McDonald's. I can't lie, we went to McDonald's. That is so funny at least five times because we we were fucking that mcdonald's up like we wanted to try everything and i was doing like taste tests like on my snapchat story um and there were just moments when we'd be sitting in the hotel we'd be like should we go to mcdonald's because like (laughs) nothing else would be open and it was a little seven minute walk we felt safe we'd go get our mcdonald's and we'd eat it and come back and it was nice so that's what we did nothing like revolutionary it was i think it's because i really just wanted to like party um and i realized that that's not culturally like the best thing to do but that's the vibe that i wanted for my birthday so that's what i did and we saw the sights yeah our trip was a little bit shorter like we got there on a monday like i think it was like early afternoon i think we had by the time we had gotten off the flight it was like noon or one or something um so i'd gotten there on a monday we were supposed to stay till Thursday. That turned into Friday because, as I mentioned earlier, like, we overslept and missed our flight. Um, but, like, Valentina and I – that was also Valentina's first time in Barcelona. And so we did, like, very minimal research. I'll put that in quotes. Research for us was, like, scrolling through, you know, the first 10 or so TikToks that came up when we typed in, like, Barcelona things to do. Um, so on our list – we had, like, similar things on our list. We had the Sagrada on our list. Casa and I'll also say this: I've never taken a Spanish class, so don't <laughs> go don't go too hard on me. Uh, Casa Batillo, ba- Batillo, Bayi. I don't know how to say it. We went there, and then we went to Montjuic, which is like kind of an accident, and then we went to where else did we go? Oh yeah, the the park, Park Well, or however you say yeah. it. Yeah. Um. So we had like the first day we didn't do much. Like I said, we got there at like noon. Of course, like the room wasn't ready, so we just kind of like walked. Um around for a while until it was ready we had like gone back taken a nap we went out for dinner that night um lots and lots of tapas like the food was great but at some point i'm like we only i can only eat the the spicy potatoes like so many times potatoes Um, yeah no exactly exactly (laughs) 
Um, cause I was like, damn, cause it's literally every corner, but this was like kind of a little, like it was giving like mom and pop type thing. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. one of those restaurants that's like in the middle of the street that yeah, you know, yeah. just try to get everybody to go to. Um, so like that was really good. And we had gotten tickets to like see a flamenco show, which is actually, it was literally like right across the alley from the Moco museum. So yeah. I was like, I'm sure if you saw my location at some point, like I was there essentially like in that same place. Um, yeah, we had, like, seen a little flamenco show. Like, we were just kind of, like, casually, like, drinking all night. Like, lots of sangria at dinner. Had some wine during the show. Made it back to the hotel. Um, and just, like, sat at the bar and, like, drank wine there. And so we had gone to sleep, like, relatively early that night. Like, I think it was, like, one by the time we made it back to our room. And then the next day we had really tried to, like, map out, like, okay, like, these are the things that we're hitting today. Like, these are the things that we're hitting tomorrow because we only had – like Tuesday all day, Wednesday all day. And then our flight was Thursday morning. So like we had a much shorter trip. Um, and yeah, like I said, we made it to like a couple of the museums. We literally walked everywhere. Like I think we took one taxi the whole time there. Mm-hmm. And then we took the subway or like, yeah, the oh, subway, yeah. We pretty much I guess for the too. last day. Yeah. Yeah. The subway was also like very clean. And like, yeah. I feel like that was even more straightforward than like London. Yeah. Um, but yeah, literally just like a lot of eating, a lot of walking, a lot of drinking, um, I found like my new favorite bar in the world. We also tried to go to the number one bar. Mm-hmm. And I remember we got there, like, we were like, okay, it's Tuesday night. Like, like, I know people no. be going out all nights of the week, no. but like we had gotten there and they're like, no, like if you're not on the list, you can't get in. And we're like, oh, like, how do you get on the list? And he was like, come back at like 6 yes. p.m. <laughs> yes. Like he was like, come back at like 6 p.m. to like try and to get on And even then the it's list. a three hour wait. And I was like, you know, we said, you know what? Okay. So we just like walked back. We stopped at this bar on the way back. It was called Numero Nuevo. Nuevo? But whatever nine is in Spanish, nueve, nuevo, yes. nueve, yeah. Um, which I was like, they were playing. This was also so funny because in this bar and in our hotel bar, they played a lot of like early two thousands pop music. Yeah, the like so that was like not to get you off track, but were the clubs not playing that? Yeah, but I mean, well, the first club we went to was like very much like Spanish music. Mm. Um, and then the second club we went to it was hip hop night, so mm. it was like strictly like hip hop. Okay. Um, but even, like, in our bar, like, the hotel bar, they had on, like, you know those old, like, MTV channels where they play the music videos? Mm-hmm. Like, they were just playing those on loop. Oh, and even when we went to breakfast at, like, a different restaurant, like, down the street, they also had, like, that same channel on. Like, on oh, that's funny. Um, but, yeah, so we had, like, went to hotel bar the first – oh, yeah, so the second day. Again, like, kind of a lot of sightseeing, like, just walking around because the weather was literally so nice, especially compared to London where it was, like, 45 and raining every day. Yeah. Um. We, on the second night, like I said, that's when we tried to get into that bar and we were like, okay, no. And then we were walking back and um, we had just like stumbled upon like a plaza of like clubs essentially. And then, you know, the, I don't know, the promoter, the man, whoever was working there was like, oh, like I'll get y'all in for free, like whatever. And we were like, shit, we got nothing to lose except our safety kind of. But um, we were like, forget it. Like we're both coherent, like whatever. Um, So we stayed at that first club bar, I guess, whatever, Um, probably only till like two or something. So we're like, okay, the next day is our last day. Like we really got to like get through all the things that we didn't get through today. Um, which the next day considered of Park Well. We took the subway there and we were like, okay, but like it's only a 0.4 mile walk once we get off the subway. Exactly. But they didn't tell you, they didn't tell you that it was about a thousand feet of elevation. Oh my gosh. Like <laughs> I just, every time I think about it, I'm like, I cannot believe that no one said anything. Like nothing no, I saw online said, said anything, anything about that walk. Like nothing. No one said and anything. And it's also, it's, it was also very different because like wherever, it, like where this is, like it's so quiet. Like it's literally just like 
houses, whereas like, where yes, we were at, we were like, Las Ramblas, yeah. Like, on a local street, like, the No, like, it was just us. houses. Like, and I saw, I remember we were, like, walking up, and at this point, like, you can, we couldn't even tell how close we were. Like, it just yes, seemed like it went on exactly forever. You're talking yes, about. We probably went up the same street, and there was, like, there was, like, a, uh, I don't know, like, a, what do we call it? Whatever, the, like, a market, not a market, but, yeah. like, a convenience store is what the word yeah. I'm looking for a convenience store and they had put a um this was in english they had put like a cardboard sign in their window and we're like and it was like we are the last store on this walk like buy something now or like perish basically and valentina and i were just like where are we because we didn't know really what this place was again it was just like on the list like we were in dresses like we were like oh this will be cute like we were not dressed appropriately we were like we had dresses on like granted we both had on doc martin so i'm like shit okay i guess like it's you know a little bit for hiking (laughs) but like whatever and so then even we get there and like then we have to buy tickets and i'm like yes. what like i was like what is this place <laughs> and i saw people dressed in like athletic clothes and i'm like are we hiking like i was like did we just pay did we one hike up here two pay to be here and then three are just gonna like hike again and like bouncing we, we were just like we don't know and so we were like okay so we ended up like walking we made it in it was like really beautiful essentially what it was is like a really famous architect instead of just designing a building he wanted to try to design like a community like a living community and that was his kind of like failed attempt because it didn't go through. Um, but it was so really beautiful. But it was so many people there. Um, so many people there. And mind you, we were there at like 9 a.m. Because we were like, okay, like this is the first thing on the list, whatever. We left after a couple hours, took like the bus back. And we had really wanted to go on a cable car. Like we had seen a couple mm-hmm. cable cars like throughout our trip. And we we're like, okay, where's oh, the closest cable car? Oh, we were trying car? to go to the one with the lookout point. We were trying to go to the one that was, like, over the Las Ramblas area. Yeah, so you were like, trying to the water. that point. Yeah. That wasn't necessarily where we were trying to go, but, like, we had seen it on our first day because, like I said, our hotel was right on Las Ramblas. And so mm-hmm. we had seen it the first day, and we are like, oh, it'd be cool to, like, see the city from that view. And then the third day came, and we're like, okay, this is our last day. Like, are we going to try to do it? But the one that popped up that was closest to us was the one at Monjuic. Mm-hmm. And so then we, like, went there. Again, we don't know anything. We're just kind of taking it one step at a time. So we get there. The the cable car is cheap. We're like, okay, it was so pretty looking, overlooking the city. And we were like, where does this take us? And we were like, we don't know. So then we get off and we're like, oh, this is a castle. And then I was like, shit, yeah. we're here. So like, we might as well. So then we walk and then like the ticket to the castle is only like $8 or something like that. So we're like, okay, sure. So then we had like walked around, like we had eaten lunch there. That was also like a really high point. So it was really cool to like overlook the city there. Came back. Um, Valentina still like had assignments to do. Like she still had like papers that were due. So she's like, I want to spend a couple hours like working on that. So I made it back to the hotel by like five. We had dinner reservations. Um, literally some of the like I've had some of the best food ever. Like the best oysters I'd ever had were in yeah. Barcelona. Um yeah, we had like uh dinner reservations and then we had tickets to like go to this club, Shoko. Didn't go. Did you ever go there? Okay, I don't know. Um yeah, we had tickets to get in. And mind you, the ticket was, like, maybe $20, but it came with, like, two drinks. Yeah, that's that. I was like, that's... <laughs> it was, I was like, budget-friendly. I was like, no, damn, I said, this is a steal. Said, that's, that's one drink in yes. the U.S. Um, And that's, at, like, it's one drink. It's like any a, drink. It's any drink. Literally. No, I said, that's one drink at, like, a Chili's, nonetheless. Yes. Not even, like, a whatever. Yeah. Um, and so... And that's your cover. Yeah. Literally, yeah. And it was it was so much fun. Like I think we had gotten there probably around like twelve thirty one and we stayed until like four thirty. Um yeah, it was just it was a lot. And then that's when the next day, like <laughs> I had woken up. Mind you, I'm pretty good. And I also haven't been like for real drunk in a minute. Um, and like normally I'm pretty good at like coming home, like doing my routine, whatever. 
I remember getting home. We had walked probably half the way. And then we were like, no, we like need to get a taxi, like whatever. But I'd gotten a taxi for the rest of it. I don't remember anything except Valentina like shaking my foot the next morning. And she's like, she's like, hey, like we missed our flight. And I was like, like suddenly everything in me woke up. I had my makeup on. I still had my clothes on. I don't know when the last time I had ever slept in my clothes. Like I was wearing like a, a tube top. Like my boobs were out the top. Like, oh so, you know, I was sleeping the whole way. Like I didn't even make it under the covers. Like I was literally just laying there. I checked my phone. It's 1030 in the morning. Our flight left at 11. And so we were just like. Okay. And Valentina's like, you know, what? it's fine. She's like, I'm going to go downstairs. I'll get us some breakfast. Tell them we need the room for another night. Like I'll rebook the flights, whatever. Um, and I was like, shoot, like, so are the flights just gone? Essentially. Like we missed. she's like, yeah, like we just missed it. I said, oh, okay. And so I was like, how much is it to get back? She's like, oh, it's only like $60. Yeah. And I was like, huh? And that, that's a, just another reminder of like, once you get to Europe, a it's lot fine. of things are like yeah. pretty cheap. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. Like I don't feel as bad anymore. Um, and yeah, I, Definitely had like just, you know, stints of like headaches, stomach ache throughout the day. Valentina was really, she detoxed her system. I'll say that, to say the least. Um, but then I'm like, you know, I'd rather be doing that in a hotel in Barcelona than like on the flight back yeah. to London or whatever. Um, so I ended up staying an extra day, did not do anything that day. Like we ordered room service, like watched movies, like it was that type of thing. Um, and then successfully made it on our flight the next day. Yeah, so. that was our Sunday after my birthday. Because you saying that just reminded me like, I was very drunk on my birthday, like my actual like day of mm-hmm. birthday until like next day. Um, because another pro tip, if you're trying to go at least to Barcelona, like I know a lot of people will be like, don't tell people you're American in certain countries. People loved the fact that we were American over there. And when I tell yeah. you, I did not pay for like one drink whenever I was in Barcelona never touched my card once and so on my actual birthday I just got like very drunk obviously started off with like the drink ticket the two drink tickets of having for free but like met so many people they obviously can tell whenever you start speaking to them that like I will say I think I told you this like a lot of Canadians also go to Barcelona I don't know why a lot of Canadians were at our hostel so like when we first got there we were lying and saying that we were Canadian no and then like some of the canadians were talking to me and they'd be like oh like where are you from <laughs> but i only know like justin bieber so like i'd be like oh i'm from like stratford and they were like there's no way you're from <laughs> and i'm like no like yeah i am like i don't know what you're talking about and then i would purposely like do my vowels like you know the shit that you learn yeah yeah about like <laughs> do your OUs um and then I get caught and then it was funny because I was like he I was lying I'm actually American but yeah I was very easy to get drunk over there one even if you are paying for your stuff it's cheap um yeah. and two like so many people like pay for your stuff but that reminded me we took a taxi back that night the night before we walked because we weren't like super drunk but that night we were like pretty messed up and we couldn't we didn't know where our hotel was in relation to this club and yeah. so we took a taxi and I just remember I was so hungry because at that point it was three four o'clock in the morning and we hadn't eaten mm-hmm. since like nine and everything was like <laughs> I know you know where like where that strip of like clubs are were right like by the beach kind of yeah there's like a McDonald's over there so like I had mm-hmm. our like taxi driver to go to the McDonald's but the line was so long like we would have been in that line and it, you couldn't go inside like it was only a drive oh okay and like we would have been waiting in that line for like an hour. So I was like, it's fine. Like you can leave. 
And then he was driving down the street. And then I think I like whispered something to Kelsey. And I was like, oh, there's a convenience store. And then he's like, do you want me to stop? And I was like, honestly, like kind of. And he stopped, waited for us to like, I'm telling you, he stopped on the street. There was no like parking. Yeah. Waited for us to like go inside, buy our snacks. So I remember I like got like chips, Gatorade and like something Mm -hmm. else. And then we came in. Or, like, we got back in the car, and then he dropped us off. And I just – it was kind of similar to you. Like, I woke up the next morning, and I'm also, like, you. We're, like, even if I drink super hardcore, like, I'll wake up the next morning. We slept in so late. Like, we slept until, like, 10 or 11. Woke up, had no clue, like, what day it was. Like, I had the chips in the bed. Like, the Gatorade was everywhere. Um, And then we just did nothing for the rest of the day because we were just, like, so gone. But that reminded me of that. Yeah, I was like, you know, and I was like, this was like, this, that was a very tail end of our trip. So I was like, okay, we like did everything that we wanted to do here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was just, yeah, it was so funny. But yeah, to your point too, like people could tell, it was funny because like I said, I was traveling with Valentina who like, I think looks, yeah, you know, like not white. Um, obviously she like, she speaks fluent Spanish. And so like most places, at least in reference to like restaurants and stuff, like she would take the lead on like ordering and whatever. Um, but I remember at, so when we went to Casa, I'm just gonna call it Casa, I'm leaving it at that. Went to Casa, basically what it is, is it's like a, a house, like it was a house, it was like a nine, six story house or something like that, that used to belong to like a royal family, and now they turn it to a museum, whatever. Um, but basically, like you walk through the whole house through like a guided, like virtual reality, because you like look through this iPad that like, whatever, oh. it's this whole thing. Like you put on headphones and all the rooms in the house are empty, but like, on the ipad like it knows where you are in the house Mm -hmm. and so when you hold it up you could like see what the room looked like when it used to be like full of furniture and like people and like whatever um so like that was a cool experience and then but basically like you make it all the way to the top of the house and then when you get to the roof it's like a really pretty view over the whole city but there's also like a bar and stuff up there so you can like sit at a table like drink talk whatever valentine and i ended up staying there for a couple hours um because also we were like we did a lot of walking um But I had gone up to, like, order the drinks at this place. And <laughs> it was funny because, uh, yeah, like, I was, like, oh, like, two sangrias or whatever. And he was, like, oh, like, where are you from? And I was, like, Texas. And he was, like, America? And I was, like, <laughs> yeah, which I thought it was so funny because I'm, like, I don't think anything about me is giving necessarily, like, non-American. Especially, like, I was – I didn't even try to speak Spanish. Like, I'm speaking to him. <laughs> like, I'm speaking to y'all on this podcast. Like, I don't know. I I would guess I sound American. I don't know. At one point, like – we had made eye contact. And mind you, this was like an older, like this man was probably like 50 or something like that. You know, he had done like a thing where he was like uh, motioning his finger for like me to come back to the bar. And I was like, oop, we about to get re-upped. And I was like, I'm saying like, mirror glass. And then he like, you know, gave us refills for free. He had like brought us over like chips and like olives because yeah. that's the, the snacks that they had there. So I'm like, my bill was like $10. But I had, at this point, I was on four drinks, some snacks and whatever. Um, then it was also funny because he like wrote down his name and his phone number. And he was like, oh, he's like, if you need any recommendations. I was like, oh, my God, thanks. His name was Simon. Um, so I guess if you ever go, say hey to Simon. But I was like, oh, my God, thanks. And then, yeah, I was like, that's our sign to go. Um, but he was really nice. Like, it wasn't creepy. Like, I didn't feel weirded out about it. Like, I think he was really like, oh, this girl is visiting from not yeah. here. Like, whatever. Um, but, yeah, it was just people are nice. And it was just it was so much fun. Yeah, and as long as you're not like, too. Yeah, as long as you're not, like, a rude American and, like, not blatantly, like, assuming that they speak English or anything else. Like, they're very nice. And I – because it's crazy because even on TikTok, I remember leading up, a lot of people will, like, talk about their travel experiences in, like, cities that they didn't like. 
And I got mm-hmm. so many mixed reviews about Barcelona, especially from like mm-hmm. black women being like, oh, I hated it. It was so racist. Or like, oh, I loved it. And like from my personal experience, like I had a really great time there. And I like, yeah, I personally was thriving. Like I was like, this is exactly what I'm looking for. Best of both worlds. It's very much so like a work hard, play hard environment. It was just everything that I wanted and more. I was like, I feel so safe. Everything's so cheap, but it's still yeah. like a nice like vibe. So definitely like one of my favorites for sure. Yeah, no, Barcelona was a fun time. London was just like different. I don't think we can go into detail because this episode is so long. I was going to say, I I don't, like I had fun in London. I think because again, like Valentina lived there. So she was able to show me like, like I liked seeing like her favorite spots and like her favorite bars or whatever, but I didn't do that much touristy stuff there, to be honest. London can maybe be another episode. Yeah. I'll just talk about it on Instagram. Yeah, no, this is funny reliving it. Um, especially because I really want to go back for my 25th. Um, but I think I want to do like Madrid, Barcelona. Mm. Maybe we'll get a little sponsorship. Visit Barcelona. Oh, hey. Hey. Yeah. Um, but anyways, if you made it this far, Noah's long episode, make sure you go and rate the podcast five stars wherever you listen. Go follow us on Instagram at the entry level pod with two E's. And then follow us on TikTok. Same user. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye.